Okay, with Rachel Jacob, uh, Four on the Mantle is a short film, uh, winner at the Toronto Feedback Feedback uh, Film Festival. Uh, she's the writer, she's the director. I, it's real. It's a film about, of course, relationships. It's about miscarriage. Uh, like you don't really see these these films as much. I guess that's sort of your point in the film. I guess it's like kind of a taboo subject. Yeah. And yeah, it's very, you know, some scenes in this film are extremely difficult, but they're so well performed, so well acted, so, so emotional. So what is your experience? Because you wrote the screenplay. What is your experience like without getting too personal about like kind of this subject? Um, so, the, well, the inspiration for the um, screenplay came from um the past over the past few years in my life some people uh very close to me family members and uh, friends who I consider to be family have gone through very very I mean they, they all are right very intense miscarriages and I kind of had the the honor to sort of be very um very much so a part of that journey and be with them through that process. And it struck me that this is, nobody knows how to talk about this. I don't know how to talk about this. And it's, and it's, it's not talked about, or it's very awkward when it is. And so um, the idea was like, I, I want to do something in honor of them at some point. And so I had something just sort of brewing for a while. And then one day this whole story came to me and it's not, it's not the story of what happened to my family members or friends, but, um, it definitely, I think, uh, is, is true to, um, the experiences that they, that they went through from, at least from my, my understanding, but then also like getting inside of that as well. Um, so that was, that was where the inspiration came from. Because I was like, we just need a way. Oh, cause what, and I, I kind of found this too. And we were, um, you know, starting to tell people that this was a project that, you know, we were working on whatever, that people would just start telling you their stories that they mm-hmm. had told, never told anyone else because they'd never had the opportunity. So that was, that was quite interesting. So I was like, I would love for this to be a catalyst for whoever sees the film for people to be able to like talk about their stories because what it's like one in two women will experience a miscarriage at some point and then and it's not just even about the 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 woman's experience which is something in and of itself but it's also about the 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 family or the the people around you know around them that you know, experience this as well. And it's not always digested well or talked about or processed and, um, that, that, that it affects, you know, not just, not just that person that, um, had the miscarriage, but also obviously the partner, if they're there, but the the family as well. So it's a good jumping off point because I'm like, one of of the things I'm really interested in is your directorial style because it's obviously done kind of like a documentary, you know, handheld, kind of like some jump cuts. Mm -hmm. But the the beginning of the film, the the relationship, the first relationship that you show us, Mm -hmm. it's really from the husband's perspective. It's like everything 
his point of view, right? So yeah. it was a really interesting take for you because obviously you're, you just, as you mentioned, it's like he's dealing with his own grief, but he's also trying to take care of his wife or his partner at mm-hmm. the same time, I guess, right? And you're showing yeah. point of view, I guess, right? Yeah, I definitely wanted to depict this through a family lens. And I decided early on that the husband in sort of almost like a bait and switch you think she's the main character and in a sense she is the wife but it's really it really is about him and and about his experience and then the experience of the family at large so um and i thought it was a i thought it was a um not i don't i i would hesitate to say unique but like a just a different way of showing um the impact on on everyone Mm. while also still being true to um what the like what the woman is going through what Remy's going through um but yeah just to do it through that couple lens and then it very much so switches to him and you have like a couple moments like the scene where where he's like cooking the egg and then he's like in his head and it burns but then you have like then you have a quick segue to like the barbecue and you show like so there's like a food kind of uh mm-hmm. like <laughs> like kind of like a metaphor yeah. going on in the film yes but it's like but it's sort of like the interesting the, the party scene is so well um directed and so it's because it's really closed in you're seeing uh, it's like but we've all been there before at least most of us where mm-hmm. where there's an elephant in the room part of the cliche but it's like what do you do do you talk about it did they want to talk about it or they don't want to talk about it they just want to it's you know we've you know those situations we've been to uh, as you you wrote the script but mm-hmm. i've been to in the party where like you know there's a there's there's someone talking like has been through something tragic but you don't know whether they want to talk about it or not, or whether they just want to pretend it didn't happen, I guess. Right. Right. Yeah. So there's this sort of like delicate balance of there's an underlying tension once the news is announced. And, but then at the same time, there, at least in, in, in the main couple's mind that it's a moment of like joy and celebration, but you still are getting a few looks from other family members. Like they know, they know what's up. And then the, her conversation with her sister-in-law and all of that um, showcased that as well. Actually, the dinner the dinner table scene is my favorite because it's it's I feel like it's the most I, I wanted people, especially during the whole backyard barbecue scenes, to feel like part of the family, like yeah. you were just among the family and like it's something totally relatable. Um, and I was inspired by, you know, you were talking about the style of the film in general um i my inspiration for the style and the tone while it's a very different story um was the film rachel getting married which was super indie and it was years ago it's a a really good film it's about like yeah the subject if i remember the film there's like a the son died right the guy the main character's brother died and then yes writing going on so the son's death is is there is in always movie. yeah always and then yeah. Anne Hathaway's character is like struggling with addiction or is like a recovering addict and yeah. there's this but there's this whole family dynamic and it's all at their their house during the wedding and it's all the family dirt comes up and I was just like I felt like I was part of the family in the way that they did that film and um I took I took a huge amount of inspiration from the way that they shot the rehearsal dinner scene so I actually I showed my 
my uh my cast i was like guys watch watch this scene see how um it's so raw i want this to feel like we're watching someone's home video camera like but but in but we're just going to make it more cinematic hopefully you know Uh, so that's that's what i really wanted although obviously much shorter and more concise because it's not a feature but um yeah that's that that film has been a huge inspiration for me like in my life in general and this film called for it and I was like yes let's go so I was very excited uh to pay homage in my own little humble way to that that film yeah it's funny because you have a few um uh kitchen scenes in your film and Rachel getting married I always remember the dishwasher scene and Rachel getting married right Yes. You know, it's what all breaks down for the dad. Yes. Like the dad just like breaks down when he sees the dish, right? So yeah. Anyway, sorry, I haven't seen the movie since it came out. I think I saw it once when it came out like 14 years ago. Well, that's that's from some pretty good recall. That's awesome. Well, it's what I do for a yeah. living, right? So yeah. well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. But yeah, yeah, then the tragic scene in the kitchen where after the dinner party where the the blood comes down and it's like, then you're kind of like flashing back on, on, it's so like, you can tell these are good people, right? And it's just like, but you're right. It's like, it it happens. But another thing you bring up is about like, it's like when something tragic happens to somebody and then you're, something good happens to you, do you, are you allowed to share it, I guess, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And do they want to hear your good news because they had bad news, right? It's kind of, like, yeah. it's all about the delicate balance of relationships, I guess, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why, and that's why I put it in a family setting to where they, you know, they just kind of decide they're going to be there for him. And hopefully that he can find some solace in his, in, in another family member having a baby, despite how, um tragic his circumstances are and just the juxtaposition of that that you know that's I think that's a a fairly constant theme in people's lives of like sometimes you're the one doing well and sometimes you're not the one doing well and someone someone else is and how to not let that uh over overcome you in a sense you know and while I, I think you know, I, I, I try to give it a, a time gap after, you know, after the miscarriage happens and whatnot. Um, or at least a, it's that it seems like a fairly good amount of time has passed when they come back over to finally kind of say, you know, you know, we're, we're here for you. It's time to get back up. But they also do it in a way that is not forceful. Mm-hmm. You know, they, ju- they just show up and they say, we're here and they say, here's some food. And then it, 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 he's not better, but he's, he's, it gives you a little, I hope that was my intention is to give you a little sense of hope at the end that he's, he's going to come back into his family and Mm -hmm. find, find what he needs there to keep going. And so the scene with uh, which is like one shot, it's a couple minutes long. I guess it's the, it's the scene that probably people remember the most of in your film is the scene where the blood's on the kitchen floor and you just like, you kind of have a fly in a wall kind of point of view with the camera mm-hmm. and you just let it be where he like comes in and he's like cleaning up the blood because mm-hmm. that's what, that's reality, I guess, right? Yeah. But on the floor, someone's going to have to clean it up, right? Most of us yeah. don't have maids, right? So yeah. 
and then and then uh, he's all alone. But then you add like somebody else comes in uh, without giving too much away. But it's like really, when did you decide that's going to be a one long shot? Because till then you're just you're doing like constant cuts. You're doing like mm-hmm. one two second cuts, and all of a sudden you have this. Then you kind of change the tone a little bit and have this long shot. Well, I think after, you know, after that moment happens, after the miscarriage happens, the, the, I think the tone of the film shifts because there's even more at stake than, than we realized. And then it's slower and we're just sitting in his, I was like, we just got to sit in his pain with him and let it play out. Let it breathe. You got to let, um, you got to let grief breathe. And I also think you have to let stories breathe in the right moments and that's how I saw, I mean, I also saw it in my head that way that, you know, we talked in pre, you know, in pre-visualization and in pre-production with my DP, I was like, when he walks in, we're, we're down the hall from the doorway. And when we're, when he comes into the kitchen, we're outside of this doorway. I, the door, doorways were sort of like a, helped me a lot and helped me a lot in this film and sort of giving it a sense of we're right there, but we're also one little step removed sometimes, but just yeah. like you can't, and you can't do anything about it. You've got to let it be. So, um, I don't know. That's, that's how I honestly just saw it in my head and that's what I wanted. And, um, and it, and it worked. And, it, and, but then I, you know, I also did decide cause I, I was struggled with whether to continue to play the entire scene out in that one long shot, mm-hmm. um, once his mom comes in, but, um, so I started it halfway, but the performances, uh, were so intense, um, that I think finally coming out of that and going into the two of them and their, their relationship and that mother son comfort level, just, we needed to punch in a little more and just be with them now. That was a wise Uh, choice. Mm -hmm. It was was needed in in the film. Yeah. Well, good. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, 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 it was like, cause it's like you, you need, you want, cause you want, you're, you're caring for the character. It's almost like you're seeing someone hurt on, on, from afar as a human being and you want to walk up to them and hug them. Yeah. We are the character of the, we are becoming the mother in a sense. It's like, we're really, so we have to get in there as an audience, which you did. Right. So. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Well, good. So, I'm glad that felt that way. <laughs> So tell it's me so about hard because your... I've seen it like a thousand times. Of now. course, yeah, more than that. Uh, so tell me yeah. about your cast. Where did you find your? You said you shot the, the film in Louisiana before we, we press record, right? Uh, yes, we shot in New Orleans, and um, uh, we held um, a casting call through Actors Access, and um, there were a couple of people that I already know who are amazing actors that. Um, I knew I wanted that are that are local in the film. So um, the the two characters of um, the the other couple that are um, also pregnant. So uh, their names are um, Nathan and Jasmine, and uh, so they're they're both local, and I really wanted them. So I, I you know I just talked to them because I knew that they would be able to pull it off. Um, and, um, so that was amazing. And then, uh, through casting, we found, um, the mom, uh, Janine Ware. She's amazing. Uh, she's from Dallas. So we got her in and then Kieran Roberts is, uh, based in LA. So we got, they all, like, came, well. they all flew in for the film. 
Yeah, we brought them in. Wow. Uh, well, it was a partially we we partially fundraised for the film, and then we also had this amazing company, uh, product little production company out of Los Angeles called Lystella Productions, uh, who came in to help us uh, with finishing funds. Um, so yes, so we as whatever money went where, we got them. We got we flew them in. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So you're like so if you look at your uh, someone checks out your IMDb, it seems like you directed a ton of short films in the last few years. Yes. Yes. Trying to stack them up as much as I can <laughs> yeah. to get to that feature. But to yeah. Get to your feature, is that sort of the, the game plan? Like kind of like, like, is it more about like, like practicing your craft as a director and then, or like, what's the game plan of doing these shorts? It's very so, important. Um, I'm, I'm, so I love writing, directing and acting. So that's kind of like, the, that's my goal. I want to do all of all three, sometimes all together, sometimes separately. Um, in this one, I did all three, which <laughs> may or may not have been a good decision, but whatever, it was a blast and I loved it. Um, and uh, I, the goal is to, um, so I have, I have a few feature scripts that I have sent out to the, the script festival circuit and they've, they've done, they seem to do really well. Um, a couple of them need a little more work, but um, yeah, the, the goal is to, be directing my features that I have written, um, some of which I feel really moved to be acting in, some of which I don't. And then um, there's one that I just solely want to focus on acting in and have someone else direct it. Um, but yeah, so that's that's all th the ultimate goal would be to be writing, directing, and uh, being in my own films. I mean, obviously this is every filmmaker's dream, right? But also working on, um, I've been fortunate enough to uh, now start getting like little other opportunities to, you know, get commissioned to write a, a, a script for someone else or to, to, to direct um, a few other shorts for a few other people as actual, you know, gigs. So that's been exciting and also a learning experience. I also have to point out that you, you're a pretty fantastic actress too. So, or actor, oh, or however you Thank you. So, that means a lot. <laughs> gigs doing some acting as well, right? Yeah, I love it. It's a blast. I did um, theater in high school and college and I've been in and out of uh, film auditions and, uh, little film parts here and there as well over the years so seem to juggle these three things <laughs> so obviously hollywood comes to uh new orleans a lot and yes. uh, you've done some uh i can relate with you because i did a lot of pa work back in my day yes all right high five, doing high five. <laughs> yeah so I, get, I get like uh you know the you grind know, i also went on a roll with i did like a bunch of uh shorts in a two-year span so we have actually a lot in common so oh that's awesome about 10 years older and 10 years ahead of you so basically Sweet. but uh so you never know where you're gonna end up in life but but basically yeah. like so you like I, I i for me when i did the pa experience i i learned so much just watching directors watching how the machine works i guess and I'm, I'm assuming you've learned a lot doing the working on these big films i guess right Oh, 100%. Like I learned, I, I mean, I credit the AD department for like my foundation in this industry. So I, I, I you know, I, I was a PA in the AD department for 
many, many years when I was first starting off and it was on, I had the, you know, very good fortune of working on a lot of big stuff. Um, you know, just at the bottom of the totem pole, but that's how you go. That's how you got to learn. And it was, it was, you know, sometimes totally insane. And sometimes it was completely amazing, but I I learned so much from that time. And I had a, I had a few amazing mentors as well that, you know, a couple of ADs who really, you know, gave a crap about the people under them learning, um, and not just running around like, you know, like just trying to be a boss and like have them do the thing and move on. It's like, no, they cared about you learning and you would, you advancing. So that, that was a a great example to me also, not only of, you know, acquiring a skill set, but also of work ethic, you know? So, yeah. Well, that's the key right there. People forget because it's a grind and you're working, especially in your PA, you're working like 16, sometimes 17, sometimes 18 hours a day. And generally speaking, you're the first one back on set. Yep. It's morning, right? You're not an actor. (laughs) You're not not a seg member. You don't have a 12 hour turnaround. Usually have sometimes six, seven hour turnaround, right? Yep. Oh yeah. I've had many like out of body experiences on day six, hour 18 being like, yeah whoa <laughs> yeah no you're and getting like, better at it because that, that it does get dangerous but yeah no it does but um, meaning that like you but that's the grind right you have yeah. like, part of the, the experience of like how much do you love this industry like how much like because you're not good when you jump on a show you're not gonna have a life for the whatever how long it takes them to, to finish like sometimes two months sometimes six six seven months right depends exactly on the question, right exactly yeah so yeah uh got a very good start uh doing that for many years so, so. yeah you like like the guy and so you're just you're just i guess you're just you're doing these shorts and some of them are 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 getting more success than others and then but and it depends on many different factors i guess right as you know yeah. like film sometimes luck there's some luck that needs to be involved and uh so I guess how, how you're like, you're sending them out to the festival circuit. That's why we're talking. How yeah. are your films doing on the festival circuit? Are you happy about the festival experience? Like what's been your, uh, your, your take on it so far? Well, for the, for this film specifically, we're really just getting started. So this is kind of one of the first, there's been a couple of others that um, I've gotten into. And then I know that I've placed there. Uh, we're in a semifinal round for two other ones. Um, but it's been, uh, it's been interesting to say the least, but no, it's been good. I'm happy. I'm happy with whatever this does. Um, because I, I, you know, I just want as many people to see it as possible. And if people love it, great. And if not great, I still have plans for it for later and, and then just keep, keep working on more things. So I learned, I learned a few years ago and especially when I was sending, my scripts out. That's when I was really like <gasps> every, every rejection letter or every like whatever would just send me into panic mode. And I think everybody has to go through that. And then you start realizing half of it, half the reason that you don't get into something is practical, has absolutely nothing to do with your film. You know, half the reason, you know, some of the reason could be like a theme that a particular festival has going on during that year. And your, your film, it doesn't fit in with, in with the fee- the theme. Um, and that also it's just, it's not personal. And then, and then it, guess what you can grow, guess what you can grow. So keep going either, either let this take, take you out or keep growing. So I just kind of see it now as like, uh, 
let it hurt for a sec and then keep moving forward. And I've only been able, I've only really just sort of recently been able to like really start achieving that level of like, if I don't get in, let it go and move on and keep making mm-hmm. stuff. So, um, but it took some, it took some work <laughs> yeah. to get there. Cause it's hard. It's hard to get your stuff rejected, you know, but that's okay. The way that, you know, the, somebody said this to me one time, it's like, you've got, you've, there are an unknown number of no's that you have to get before you get to a yes. But so look at every no that you get as a stepping stone to one less no that you have to get until you get to your yes. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, huh, that's a great way to think about it. And that helped me so much. So, um, yeah, that's just kind of how I have to, how I'm looking at it. But I'm, I mean, we just, we really just started with this film. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, we've, we've gotten into, I believe four festivals so far. So I'm, I'm very thrilled with that and we'll see how it goes. We'll do, we'll do the whole year. And then um, in the meantime, you know, keep other stuff going. So. What did you think about our festival? We sent you the audience feedback video. What did you think about that? What did you think about the audience had to say about your film? I cried. I couldn't believe it. I was like, this is so, I, uh, this is amazing. Like, and I, I was, I was so honored and I was so humbled by everybody's comments and they were like, they really watched it and like got it and delved into it and had really like intelligent things to say about it. And I, I, I think that's a genius thing that you guys do. I hadn't seen anybody else, another festival, like really do that specific type of, uh, you know, audience reaction or feedback. Um, so I, you know, I shared it with my team and they were like, Oh my gosh, it was, you know, it was, inc- it's incredible to see because, you know, it's, it's, you know, I didn't get to be there in person. So it's, um, I'm, I'm highly appreciative. And I think that's a genius thing that you guys do. I, I've, I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed my experience with you guys and I'm very grateful for the, for the, uh, for the, you know, the acceptance and the, um, and the win. So it's, it's, yeah, huge honor. Well, it's a really good film. It's, it's 20 minutes in tone wise. It's a really gutsy (laughs) directorial effort because it's like, you had to go, you had to make a choice and how you're going to film it and you had to go all the way with it. And, uh, and it's like, like I said, it's not, it's like people think that these type of films, the way you're shooting the style is easier, but it's not, it's actually harder. Right. So like, yeah. mm-hmm. and you got to have a lot of faith in your DP or your camera operator to like, yes, hit, 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 make sure everything's in focus as he's, as he's panning and tilting everything. And, uh, and also to make sure the performance is in the, the tone is, is, is where it should be, I guess. Right. Oh yeah. 100%. And I, I had a, an amazing DP, Samuel Macaluso. And he, what's great about his, uh, about him is that he's like, the more prep we do, the better I'm in. And I'm like, yes. Cause really, if you, if you really plan your film well, oh my God, it makes for such a great smooth set experience, you know, and obviously nothing's perfect, but we had an amazing time doing this film and what helped, what helped us so much him and I as a team was like being able to literally physically walk through with the camera, with our shot list through the entire film physically, 
in the locations and everything multiple times doing the scouts, tweaking everything in advance. And so that we could on the day, you know, shoot it and know, know what we want, know what the, know what the shots are, you know, and with obviously a little room for spontaneity and Hey, what if we did this? Cause that definitely happens. And I love it when it does, but for the most part being like really, really prepped and then to the point where you don't even have to look at the shot list and everybody knows what's next, you know, or at least the people who need to know what's next, know what's next. So, you know, it wasn't perfect, but it was, it was, it was a blast and um, it was a wonderful uh, experience and he, he's phenomenal. In fact, we've worked together a few times now. We, we just did another film together, completely different style. Um, and so that was, that was a whole lot of fun to be able to do something different with him. So, yeah. That's amazing. It sounds like you got your partner. When you got yeah. Your- oh, definitely. I think we've got something good going and yeah. a good little team forming and I'm excited about that. Well, congratulations. Let's talk again. Uh, Thank either you. I'd love to. Another short or feature feature film down the line. And uh, yeah, yes. another great film. I wish you the best of success with it. It should do very well on the festival circuit for you. So Thank you. I appreciate that so much. And it was great to talk to you. One, two, three, four, five, six.